Hi friends, Erica here, and I wanted to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by my friends over at YM Dental Lab. They are offering two free zirconia crowns for all new customers. Check them out at ymdentallaboratory.com for more information. Now, on with the show. Can I share with you the single way you can improve account receivable performance and smooth out the billing process? Friends, it's chart preparation or chart prep. Preparing for your appointments beyond checking eligibility, because I know a lot of you are going to say, well, we prepare because we check eligibility. There is so much more to chart prep than just checking eligibility. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about preparing your charts and utilizing a routing slip. Now, before we dive into today's episode, I first want to welcome you back to the Dental Billing Podcast. And for those of you that are new here, welcome. My name is Erica Aguilar, and I am your host. Today, we're going to talk about chart prep and routing slips. So let's dive into chart prep. Do you have a chart prep checklist or is this something that you have floating around in your head and it's kind of like a routine and you know how you're preparing for the day, but you don't really have a system? This is just how you do it. And congrats to you because if you are actually doing chart preparation, you are ahead of the game, believe it or not. A lot of times when we're working with a client and we're doing account receivable cleanup, when we're looking at the revenue cycle as a whole, we're looking for the areas that provide opportunity for training. We're looking for the patterns. And one of the biggies that we find when we are cleaning up account receivable reports is that the practice is lacking with their chart preparation. And that trickles all the way through the revenue cycle. And if we were to take time, more time to prepare our days, then I think a lot of the issues and patterns that we see throughout the revenue cycle could solve themselves. They could just go away with better chart preparation. So let's talk about some of the things that I like to incorporate when I'm training teams on chart preparation. I like to think of chart prep as like that 25 point inspection. <laughs> it doesn't have to be 25 points, friends. It, it's just one of those things where it's like your pre-check, pre-trip checkup, you know, as you would check the car before you go on a long drive. It's kind of like that. So just in comparison. So let's talk about some of the things that we should be doing beyond just checking eligibility. This is part one to preparing for the day. Part two is going to be to fill out the routing slip. Part one is going to check if our breakdown of benefits is accurate. And I don't mean just looking at the breakdown of benefits. I mean, as you are preparing for the day, is the breakdown properly implemented into the software? Are the downgrades, if there are downgrades, are they input into the software? Annual maximum is accurate. Just going beyond checking eligibility, I know this could be adding more to your plate, 
But once again, as we are working with our clients to clean up messy account receivables, the patterns start to emerge and tell a story. And that story is we are not being thorough when we are preparing our patients' charts for their appointments. Making sure that things are accurate inside of the software is part of chart preparation, right? Because we want to make sure that the person who managed or handled that chart prior to us input that information accurately. Okay, so that's point number one. Obviously, we're checking eligibility to make sure that the patient is eligible for treatment. And what about any pending treatment? Does the patient have anything that was diagnosed in a previous exam that maybe we haven't had a chance to treat? So we want to make sure that we're identifying that opportunity as well. Another area that I find we are not utilizing properly in the practice management softwares, the frequency limitations and history get overlooked. It doesn't get plugged in when we are setting the patient up initially in the practice. So I find that a lot of front office team members just kind of glaze over. And that is so important for us to have in the system for so many reasons. I mean, I could go on and on about that. But from a billing standpoint, I do not like to see x-rays, exams, cleanings denied due to frequency. When I see denials due to frequency, especially for preventive treatment like that, that tells me that the front office did not do their job because we should have known the history and the frequency. I always tell my students, when you are checking frequency, you ask for history. They are sisters and they don't go anywhere without each other. So you want to make sure that you are getting frequency limitations and history, but as you're doing your chart prep, you also want to make sure that that information is properly set up in the practice management software. So we're kind of taking our chart prep game to a whole other level because you want to make sure that the person who input the patient into the practice management software did it correctly. So I know they're your coworker. You may believe that they do everything right, but you want to verify because this is one of the most commonly overlooked areas in the practice management software. And during your chart prep process, just glance and see if it is set up properly. If it is not, it is your responsibility since you're the one that identified it to set it up and get it all input correctly. What about checking your payer ID in the practice management software? This is another area, another pattern we see when we are cleaning messy account receivables up. We find that the payer ID sometimes just sometimes doesn't make it into the software. And when we submit a claim, if there's no payer ID on there, it's literally going to go to limbo and it's just going to sit on your account receivable report. So you want to make sure that your payer ID is in there and that it is the correct payer ID. I know a lot of you are probably thinking, we always put our payer ID in there. Well, friends, it's you may always put the payer ID in there, but your coworkers may not. So it's very important that we are verifying the critical areas that could affect account receivable or the revenue cycle as a whole. 
Do any codes for the appointment need to be labeled as do not bill? This is another area when we are taking a look at everything. We find that there's procedures on the procedures not attached to claims reports that should have been labeled as do not bill. For example, the laser that we do with SRPs, that should be set up as do not bill. Anything that is not a covered benefit should be set up as do not bill. And so these procedures are lingering and clogging up our reports because we're not properly checking if things are set up. Okay, so as you're doing your chart prep, double check the codes or I'm sorry, the procedures. And if they need to be labeled as do not bill, then do so. That will just make everything easier for the biller at the end of the day. Are the UCR fees being placed on the claim for the PPO patients? Double check that. All claims. Our UCR fees need to be on the claim form, not the contracted rate. So double checking that in your chart prep checklist is just a quick glance. And finally, this is going to take us over to talking about the routing slip. Let's talk about the routing slip. If you're using one, what does it look like? The routing slip is a communication tool. It's a communication tool for the team so that everybody knows what is needed for this patient's appointment. As an example, the basics should be on there, right? So the routing slip should indicate what the patient is coming in for, what the copayment is, are they eligible, you know, the basics. But taking it to another level, we could also include things like x-rays that are required for the procedure. Do we need any intraoral photos today? Do we need an updated perio chart? What is it that we can communicate to the clinical team so that they have a clear understanding of how they are participating and helping us in the billing department, right? I have worked with clinical teams who didn't realize that what they do in the back affects our ability as billers to send a clean claim. It's important that everybody on the team understands their role in the revenue cycle, and the clinical team certainly impacts our ability to submit a clean claim. As a review, what is a clean claim? That's not a term I created. That is actually a term created by Medicare. And a clean claim gives the insurance company the ability to make a quick decision within the time frame that, that they are allotted. So they are given 45 to 60 days to deny or pay for a claim. When an insurance company cannot read an x-ray, you're probably looking at a denial. When the apex is cut off when you're submitting the claim for a root canal, you're probably looking at a denial. When the x-ray is elongated, denial. When it's foreshortened, denial. When it's cone cut, sometimes denial, depending on where the cone cut is. The clinical team needs to understand not only what we need, so on the routing slip, we include attachments. So it will say pre-treatment x-ray or intraoral photo of bleeding if it's present or update perio chart. But it is a clear communication to the clinical team as to what we need. That's kind of like a two-part training with the clinical team because A, they need to know what we need for the procedures that we are billing and B, they need to know what it looks like. Like they need to know that this is the x-ray that I need and this is what it looks like. 
If it doesn't look like this, retake the x-ray because then we're running the risk of denial. And that's the point, friends. We're trying to ensure that our team has no excuse as to what is needed for the billing department or the biller. I can't tell you how frustrating it is as a biller when we sit down to bill, we log in if we're doing it remote, and we create the claim, we have a really strong narrative, and the last element to package up this claim and send it off is a good x-ray, and we log in, or we look at look at our system, and the, there's no x-ray, or sometimes there is, but it's blurry or foreshortened or whatever, and it's so frustrating because the interaction is done. We're either going to have to call the patient back if we can. Hopefully this wasn't an SRP patient because now we've already cleaned the teeth. But friends, we can avoid this by just preparing for our days better. And this is a part of filling out a routing slip and utilizing it as a communication tool so we don't have front back office team members coming to the front and asking questions like, what is the patient here for? So the patient's in the chair. I see this all the time. Patient is uh, gets greeted and then the assistant comes and gets the patient, puts the patient in the chair, puts the bib on the patient, and then comes to the front and says, Hey, Erica, what's the patient here for? Uh, It's on the appointment. That's not chart prep. That is haphazardly managing that patient's appointment. So if you are that office, start using a routing slip. Most practice management softwares have routing slips that you can print out. I have a routing slip that we use with our clients and we like to laminate them and use them rather than printing them over and over again. But it does help with guiding the patient's experience so that there's not a ton of hiccups along the way. And these hiccups, friends, these hiccups cause problems in the revenue cycle and clog up our billing reports because we're not doing a good job with preparation. So moving along, if you have worked with me in the past, you know that I like to prepare our hygienists to understand when they are doing a profi. Sometimes there are areas with moderate bleeding that could present themselves as maybe needing limited scaling and root planning in one specific area during a profi visit. The question then becomes, can we see this patient? Can we treat the area of infection on the same day as a profi? This is another area where we prepare the chart If the patient hasn't come in for their regular cleaning in two years and they're scheduled for a profi, there's a good chance that there's going to be some perio that needs to be treated. Now, let me just make this very clear. I am not a clinician. I am a biller, and I think we all know that. However, my job is to help you identify billable interactions so that we can maximize on insurance reimbursement. And one of those areas is going to be how we are maximizing on our profi interactions. When a patient is coming in for a profi and they have not been regular with their profi visits, there's probably going to be some area of infection. I know this because I look at the clinical documentation. I've seen it, I've billed it, and I know that this is a payable interaction for most insurance plans. 
but we need to prepare our hygienist in the event that this happens. Once again, going back to the routing slip, if the patient is in the chair for a prophy and there is an area that has moderate to severe bleeding, rather than documenting a bloody bib prophy, stop and probe the area and double check to see if we have to do some type of limited scaling and root planning in that area. If so, I need specific clinical documentation in order to codify that interaction and get you paid for limited scaling and root planning on the same day as a prophy. If we don't prepare for that interaction, most likely what's going to happen is we're going to do a bloody bib prophy and treat those areas, but not document in a way that is billable. I hope that makes sense to you, friends. That does go along with preparing the routing slip. I think a lot of times we don't think through the procedures and the interactions that we're having with our patients and we get stuck in profi, profi mill mode, right? We become profi mills and not thinking beyond the profi, we don't realize and or prepare for the possibility of perhaps billing for the limited scaling and route planning on the same day as a profi. But you do need to be prepared for that because what I don't want is a hygienist coming to the front in the middle of a prophy and saying, hey, there's some moderate bleeding over on the right side, lower right side. I, I think I'm going to need to do some scaling and root planning. The rest of the mouth looks okay, but there's just these two areas that are bleeding moderately. Can I do that today? They're not going to do that. They're just going to do it, not realizing that that's actually a billable procedure. So the routing slip serves as Again, that communication tool where the hygienist can look at the routing slip if and when they come across some moderate to severe bleeding during a prophy and quickly glance and know, yes, I can do the limited scaling and root planning today and finish the prophy because there's an isolated area, right? I'm not talking about an entire quadrant. I'm talking about isolated areas that we can get paid for, but I need the hygienist to be able to recognize if he or she can do it, A, and we also need to be prepared for the copayment because sometimes there is a copayment in conjunction with the limited scaling and route planning. So there's just that routing slip is gold, friends. It really does prepare your patient's appointment and sets it up for success. And that's what I want for you. I want you to think through how are you preparing for the day and what are some of the things that you can include in order to prevent the things that are slipping through the cracks. And the routing slip is going to be your best friend. I know that it's going to add to the front end of the revenue cycle. It's going to add to the preparation. It's going to add time. And I understand everybody's short-staffed right now. And you're probably thinking, I don't have time to do all this. But friends, if you don't make the time to do this, I promise you're letting dollars slip through the cracks. You're letting the patients are coming in through the front door and the dollars are walking out the back. This is a silent way to lose money and you don't feel it. So it's very important that we improve how we are preparing for the day, utilizing a routing slip. 
and creating a chart prep checklist so that we can stop tolerating the things that are slipping through the cracks. That's the point. So I hope I've given you ideas around how to prepare for the day. For those of you that are doing this, congrats, you're ahead of the game, as I said at the beginning of the episode. But what we see on our end when we are working with a client cleaning up account receivable reports, we see it all. And the number one pattern that continues to emerge when we work with offices that have messy AR is weak chart prep or no chart prep. Weak routing slip, most of the time, no routing slip. So those are the patterns that we see. And I wanted to share this episode with you because if you can start improving your chart prep game, you will improve overall performance. I hope that makes sense. All right, friends. Well, I'm going to close this episode out. If you guys have any questions around chart prep or routing slips, please feel free to reach out to me and I will see you in the next episode. Okay, my friends, that's going to wrap up today's episode on the Dental Billing Podcast. I can't wait until the next episode and I hope that you join me. Until then, take care.